0: All right, welcome back to another episode of Pray, Judge. Uh, as always, I'm Gabe Pacheco. Sammy Hamarne. And we've got a special uh, third mic guest today. Oh, fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh fuck Wait can we guess Can we guess who he is <laughs> Send in Text 8322 now Yo it's my
0: man Usama Siddiqui What up bitch uh, Making all sorts of moves I know Usama From the comedy scene Here in New York City But also he runs A fantastic podcast A, a new up and comer podcast That's oh, shunning for the throne Hell yeah uh,
1: Mango <laughs> Bay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually called Eat Pray Judge Actually That's the actual podcast So that's why I I Came here to tell you to stop your podcast, yeah. Yeah, Mango Bay, man.
0: Yeah, and I, you know what I love about uh, the name Mango Bay is that it immediately makes my mouth water
1: because, yeah, for the bay or the mangoes?
0: Oh, but baby... <laughs> oh, both, I'm a yeah. huge fan of mangoes, can't get enough. Uh, I'm the, uh, the in my family, the rest of them like papaya is better, but I'm a mango,
1: I'm fan. a papaya guy. I'm a mangoes are my life, you know. Growing up, we had a mango tree. My great uncle killed my other great uncle for like a, a mango dispute. So this has been a part of my life for like a whole, a whole time. Blood
2: mangoes. <laughs> Blood mangoes.
1: Blood Mangoes are forever. <laughs> Classic Kanye rip. Oh my
0: god! I want to see uh, the sequel to Blood Diamonds is Blood, mango. so Blood Mangoes. <laughs> a bunch of child soldiers protecting grove. <laughs> oh man! But uh, yeah, so we're bringing up food today because you know the the podcast is called Eat, Pray, Judge, and. Uh, you know, we don't do a lot of uh, food movies, but because there are less of them out there, but we love
2: food cinema. We're just real light on the prayer part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Almost, we're, du- we're dumb light on that shit. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe one day we'll do Bad Lieutenant, sure, <laughs> it, which is a great film about religion and crack smoking. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is it not? Well, there are many. There are many paths to the top of the
1: mountain.
2: Crackheads are more dedicated than most religious yeah. people. They, mm-hmm. they
1: fucking, they go for it, dude. They are missionaries on a will mission- I'll, I'll give me any imam. I'll give you a crackhead who believes in him. It is God more You know what I'm saying (laughs) Uh,
0: But before we get uh, Hop into the year Of this movie I want a personal Anecdote about food Uh, This week was A fantastic week for me In terms of food discovery Uh I uh, had a friend In from out of town He came in from Amsterdam And whenever I have people In from out of town I feel like they actually teach me more about New York than I know. Oh, 100%. They've, they've done the research. 100%, dude. Like, he knew the difference between the Empire State Building and the Chrysler
1: Building. Like, dude. he
0: knew the, the skyscrapers. I was like, what? Those are just
1: buildings. I'm like, I was gonna take you to Wendy's, but if you want to go to this Italian spot, that's fine, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. They're just better. They're just better. So he
0: he watched a couple Anthony Bourdain episodes on New York Cuisine,
1: and he had an
0: entire itinerary planned out for, like, three days worth of just being a glutton and hopping from place to place snacking. Mm. You know, okay. his own little personal action, action bronzing tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sponsored by
1: Vice. And yeah, he took
0: me to uh, seventy. I think it's seventy fourth Street, uh, Roosevelt Avenue. Um, that's, uh, the place, uh, the that's the place, dude. The mecca,
1: Bengali town. That's where it's, it's really the Taka, but we'll take it. You call it Bengali town? Well, it's the Dhaka so is the capital of Bangladesh, uh-huh. and uh, Roosevelt Avenue is Jackson Heights, and that's all Bengali. Any brown person you see is going oh. to be Bengali. Oh yeah, or Nepali, but really Bengali. Wow, so uh, that's
0: the thing you brought up Nepal and ne- yeah. and, uh, and also um, uh, we went. The first stop we had was we went into the back of this uh, computer repair shop oh, yeah. uh, where they were fixing broken iPhone screens as well, and uh, and in the back, past all of these little stores, was a Tibetan momo shop. Hell yeah. So I got these, uh, which are momos, or those delicious dumplings.
2: Shout them out, dude. Lots of fast food, right? Lots
0: of fast food, man. Lots of fast food? Like lots of? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs)
2: L-H-A-S-A. Lots of fast food. And we we hit that up,
0: uh, and it was just tremendous. I Mm. can't believe. I would have never found it. Without Anthony Bourdain telling my friend Alwin where this spot was,
2: I love it, dude. He's giving you diarrhea from beyond the grave, <laughs>
1: dude. It burns coming out. There's some hot. You're screaming as you shit, Anthony. <laughs> haunting
0: <before>. your bowels. <laughs> hot sauces and uh, and there's a big picture of the Dalai Lama in there, and uh, and it was mostly Tibet- Tibetan people, but then every once in a while, like a pair of Caucasian backpackers would come in. Uh, with like the full rain gear, and white dudes big love big
1: backpacks. They
0: can get that that white dudes
2: <laughs> backpacking big from where? Like North Brooklyn.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are from France. We are from oh France. yeah, I, I love it. We are yeah. from the Greenpoint.
0: How did you find out about this place? No, it's absurd. Anthony Bourdain. Anthony
1: Bourdain. <laughs> Dude, thank God it's the one accent we can do and not be called racist. Thank God. <laughs> um, I'll do a brown accent sometimes. People are like, that's a little racist. I'm like, bitch, that's my accent. That's right. Sometimes but, I'll do like a uh,
0: Castilian Spanish. With oh, like a, dude. Eh, it's, eh, no, that's more eh, Basque. Eh, you know? te, ¿Te gusta los uh, Beastie boys. I like <laughs> los uh, Beastie Boys. Eh, ¿Cómo se dice um, uh, hola, uh, Nasty? Hola, me, me encanta ese... Uh, Hola, Asko. I sure. love it. Yes, but uh, we, we're in there. We do that. It's so great. And you know what? Now I'm 100% on board with free Tibet. <laughs> yes.
2: Because of the food? The,
1: the
0: food ha- ha- awoke me politically.
1: Your, wor- your worldview is now food-based. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Which means Sweden should be what? Uh, destroyed? <laughs> nuked. <laughs> should, should be nuked.
0: Yes, uh, <laughs> because they make that nasty um, – uh, they, they, they take fish, a uh, shark, and they bury it. And then the shark rots and then they dig it up and they're like, let's eat cubes of that. Yep. I don't fucking understand. I that. watched
2: Bourdain eat that shit too. Oh wow. I I hope hope he, he has up. no reservations. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Travel channel eight seven central. He really he really <laughs> ventures to parts unknown.
0: <laughs> Dude, you guys are nothing but net today. Both <laughs> <laughs> of you. Oh man. So-
2: uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go on a limb here and say that momos are better than soup dumplings.
1: Wow. Soup dumplings are actually overrated in my opinion.
2: I, I agree a thousand percent.
1: I think it, it's, a whole, it's a whole procedure. You have to bite open the top, let the thing – it just seems like a whole uh, – and like I think good soup is better than soup in a soup dumpling. It's a fucking thousand and a good percent. D- dumpling is better than a soup dumpling in a soup dumpling. Now, see you know what, you what I mean? exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I'm right. I'm like on board a wet here, dump. Okay. I mean, we're. we're,
2: we're... <laughs> oh, Gabe, okay. way to ruin it. <laughs> I know, man. You just take a fucking bow. <laughs> on a fucking conversation. A b a o. You b a
1: o. Take out the a. Leave <laughs> it just, just left with b o. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. So, what's your experiences in Jackson Heights? Did you guys uh, go out there recently, or? I Everyone, mean, you
1: know, I we live in there. New York. I mean, like you, you just went up there. I just went out to Jackson yeah.
2: Heights for uh, for we had Tali.
1: I don't even know what that is. So tali, tali is like uh, uh, it's like lunch basically for uh, Indians and It's like it's all, it's served on like a metal plate, and it's just kind of different types of foods. Different. It's like a little uh, sampler almost. Oh, like tapas. Yeah, kind Ta- of. Yeah. It's a little bit, but more like. A,
2: como tapas de What's it more like? So it's rice in the middle. You get like beans, yeah. some some sort of ill awesome sauce, and then like I had goat.
1: So it's it's smaller portions. Yeah, but it's all one plate. Uh, and uh, you got rice and you got like some sort of... So you can know, get art. back to work after this. Oh, dude. It's it is, probably, yes. In my opinion, no rice, rice be the feature.
2: <laughs> the other motherfuckers are side players, bit players, but yeah. it's delicious. Yeah. And did, it was yeah. like... You eat with your hands or not? I did not.
1: Ah, you gotta see Bengali food.
2: They didn't get us... Uh, well, for white people,
1: They're always if you see a white person, they're always going to give them uh, utensils. And I don't even. you're not even white. Are you white?
2: I mean, apparently not enough to not eat with my hands. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, right. Because you have an I in your name, which is... Classic. Yeah, this is, is true. true. Yep. Yeah.
2: yeah and yeah. they, we, I mean, I know, sat with Bedouins, didn't eat with my hands then, yeah. or tried to.
0: <laughs> You're <laughs> an embedded uh, Damascan, right? Sure. Yes.
1: Right. Ah, yeah, yeah. Y- yalla Sammy, right? That's right. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you have to say Yalla before your name Is broke, my broke. mom here? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yalla Sammy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, really, Bengali food and Indian food should be eaten with the hands. Uh, but it's one of those things that, like, only, even if I'm in a group of people, I'm the only one doing that.
0: No, I think it's so funny I, uh, if you're Bengali or you're from a culture where people eat with their hands and you yeah. see somebody eat with a fork, it's like, why are you eating with this, like, farming tool? Yeah. <laughs> like a miniature
2: pitchfork. Oh, understand. we had to ask for plates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, it's going to you know be a guy who's going to feed you. He's going to just pour <laughs> rice into your mouth. But... Yeah. <laughs> I honestly feel the food was a little soupy for hand, for hand stuff, though. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's like, what fuck? <laughs> So what you do is you use the Let's soup – Let's explain this to me.
1: Uh, so you use the soup to actually – the rice absorbs it. So the rice will <laughs> absorb the soup. Um, and then it's either you bring in the food and then you drink the soup later or you just kind of pour the soup all over the rice, all, all the meat, all over the, all over the rice. It's all rice-based, right? So then the – when it absorbs – the, uh, that you can just eat like very kind of wet rice. Yeah, the it's rice is the
2: juice vehicle. So dude. that's why tiny women and flip-flops were laughing at us so Yeah, time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was talking about my aunts. <laughs> I, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I
0: went to uh, – while I was there, I mean it was just so crazy, man. Jackson Heights is the whole world in, in like two – It's my favorite yeah. place in New
1: York, dude. It's, fucking, it's, it's my fave.
0: And we had to burn off some calories after those momos and we went to this uh, little like um, Indian uh, trading store, like an import-export spot. And uh, just uh, thousands of little uh, miniature statues of Ganesh. And then yeah. they had uh, the Ganges water... Well, you, you, wait, what? You can buy water from the Ganges River, and it's in little Avion plastic bottles.
2: Yeah, how do they not fire their entire, market? yeah. the entire marketing <laughs> team there? Uh, Flint and Ganges River watershed have like a water-off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's got kind of
2: real animal shit, though, bro. Yeah. bro, there's body parts in here, bro. <laughs> I don't
1: know where that you take Flint's this this band. Yo, try this. It's got hyena blood inside <laughs> it. Yo, I posted
0: a photo of that on Instagram, and all of my Indian friends were like, No! Like, underneath Like, don't drink it. No! They, like, took it seriously when I was like, gotta wash these momos
1: down. <laughs> with dude, dysentery. That's fucking... Hashtag love you, Vishnu. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, that's like your patient zero in the zombie apocalypse if you drink that. They're dude, like, it's so fucking
1: insane. Yeah. It's so fucking insanely bad for you, dude. <laughs> I mean, you're like
2: playing Russian roulette with your coal in there, buddy. Yeah. yeah.
1: You can get cholera
2: just from looking at it, dude.
1: That, that's just uh, really
0: but then bad. I capped off the day with a bunch of dollar tamales. From uh, one of the street vendors, and I'll tell you right now, my family's from Mexico, and made, we we get all the old ladies around Christmas time to do a little, uh, like a, a conveyor belt, like I Love Lucy, to make the yeah. the tamales with the masa and the and the chicken and the salsa. And I've never had a fresher tamale than the one that came out of this big uh, pot. That was just it. right on the street,
2: Nice,
1: right outside of the subway. Is that what you call a conveyor belt, by the way? And I Love Lucy? Yes. I mean, it is the most popular episode of all time. Right. But, you know what but, I mean. Like, yeah, the, it the, the, immediately the sets up yeah. the image. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's great. But that's crazy because you just get like 15 abuelitas and it doesn't matter if they know each other or what. You just put all these old ladies in a row and they're like, si, <laughs> sí, sabemos que hacer. And they immediately start making tamales. The most beautiful thing about In
2: English, please, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. This is
0: our
1: most international You know, don't nachoese. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Um, it, but it's interesting Because like Mexican grandmas Bengali grandmas All those kind of like Real deal immigrant grandmas I found them All to be slightly racist But also They're so loving That it's insane So it's like Like my, my mom will, will Like it's kind of homophobic And kind of racist But if she had a gay black guy In our house She would feed them And love them Yes And after they left She'd be like Don't hang out with them But, <laughs> but you know what I'm but the, whole, the whole time She'd be most loved It's weird Where their love Trumps everything Even though they have These sort of like Backwards ideas,
2: sometimes. I would say the hospitality trumps everything. Yes, you're right. Like yeah. they're like, yeah. oh yeah, come over, and then wash their sheets immediately <laughs> as, <soon> as <laughs> yeah. they get up <laughs> out of them.
0: Right. Well, I think there's. Well, actually- not I'm
2: not going to say I didn't see that. <laughs> as a he kid. didn't even go into the bedroom, but they just wash the sheets.
1: Like even just the air, <laughs>
2: they smell different.
0: Yeah, they're, these old timey <laughs> religions have like serious. It's a serious transgression not to be uh, hospitable. Hospital, right. So it's
1: like, yeah,
2: as soon as you leave, I might vote for Trump. But
1: yeah, yeah. while you're here. It's kind of beautiful in a way, Enjoy also, the doll. Yeah, enjoy the doll.
2: I mean it's unapologetic, if, if, <laughs> so you can almost kind of respect it.
1: It's, it's powerful. It's, they're as real as – you know how real they are because immigrant grandmas, they work out in saris. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't give a damn. If you work out in a fucking sari, you don't give a fucking damn.
0: Look, I'll tell you this. I used to work in Chinatown, and I was a teacher in Chinatown. I'd have to show up at 7 a.m., and by the time I got out of the subway and I walked through the Project uh, Park – um, I, there would, st- there would be all of these old Chinese ladies halfway done with like their Tai Chi in the morning. And I was like, it's not even, the sun, it's still coming up. The birds are starting to wake up, you know, they haven't had their like breakfast of grape nuts and worms yet. They're just, and now I'm, and I want to, I wish, cause you know what birds eat. The early bird got the grape. Oh, I didn't,
2: I didn't get think, the right? analogy. Got it now. Right. Now, now. I'm on board. And yeah. the eggos. Right. Yeah, because that's part of a complete breakfast, a balanced <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> With crickets.
1: Yes. Which brings <laughs> us to our first sponsor. Go on. <laughs>
2: Nobody. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody yet. But hey, you can
0: <laughs> come
2: on. But this is the product that people want. <laughs> this 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 one might not get published. But, so let's just let's go for it.
1: Yeah, how many did grape nuts throw you for the podcast?
2: <laughs> was... They're not grapes or nuts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's my favorite
0: breakfast cereal. <laughs> I can't help it, man. Other people Holy like shit. yeah, that's the shit. That's I, I like a filling breakfast, <laughs> something
2: that sticks to the ribs.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, 2011.
2: Oh, by the way, we're we're. Do we tell them about the movie? No, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to Eat, Pray, Judge. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And today, we are covering Usama Siddiqui's pick, uh, Hero
1: Dreams of Sushi. Fucking so great pick. So good. Hell One of my yeah. favorite documentaries. Probably the top five documentaries of all fucking time. And the
0: thing is, is that this was a left left field suggestion that we chose because it's got two things that I uh, I, I typically don't like. One is... Japanese Dante. people. I hate it. I hate <laughs> Japanese culture. Uh, No, (laughs) I hate subtitles when it comes to these because we're taking notes when we're watching. So it's like, oh my God, I can't take my eyes away from the screen for a second because I've got to read what's Mm -hmm. going on up there. The second thing is documentaries. I, I, I question whether or not a documentary would be uh, good, because since, uh, this is the first one we've done, so you're a pioneer. Oh, shit? Right? In the suggestion. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah,
2: first one. Also, really? the third thing Gabe also probably hates, fish. Yeah. <laughs> you can't eat fish. You like fish? By the way. Oh, I fuck.
1: Deathly allergic
2: yeah. to really? fish.
1: With- wow. Wow, dude. Bengalis. <laughs> we are fish. Wow, dude. Wow. This is, we connect on food all this time, and then I had no idea that you were, like, a fish racist. Well, I'm... <laughs> a fish bigot. fish bigot. A fish <laughs> I love it i'm but the thing is
0: is i 'm super adventurous with food uh, to the point where i've i 've given myself uh, several crazily serious allergic reactions going out of my way, trying to you know eat things that push the boundaries mm-hmm. but i can 't eat fish and i can 't eat nuts <laughs> well, like take right. out Indian food but, uh, yeah. Indian,
2: I, al- I almost watched you die that one night
0: dude, Indian food is some bullshit when it Whoa. comes to this because so
1: wait, what, what, what can 't you handle it all? No nuts no nuts at all i can 't eat nuts wow and,
2: oh okay, it 's a laundry list so of
1: shit. Much really. Busy they have like these i guess maybe pre You do look like a guy who has like, like the guy with allergies. <laughs> yeah. after the freshly cut grass you had to go to school in a limo. You couldn't walk to school for 3 months. You're that guy. <laughs> I am an embarrassment to my immigrant family.
0: And the idea that uh, that we that uh, immigrants uh, dilute the American blood like or like weaken us yeah. in some way is outrageous because America weakens immigrants. Oh, you have no idea how that works. Yeah, 100%. Like, my, my, <laughs> I, my, I went to Medieval Times, and I'm, like, having an allergic reaction. My grandpa's like, ¿Qué pasa, mijo? And I'm like, ah,
1: caballos. Well, that's because you're allergic to bullshit, right? <laughs> you're allergic to fucking tryhards. I'm
0: <laughs> allergic to fucking, yeah. Literally <laughs> everything.
1: Yeah, right, I get I get sick zero times a year. I'm, I'm very healthy. It's the ones that, if you survived in a total world country, yeah. basically you had more... Uh, genetically than you did if you were in a culture that was, like, a little more well-off, you
0: know? Yeah, well, you know what it is, too, is, like, when you're in a place, a third-world country, there's more germs early on, so your body's, like, just got to yeah. acclimate. And and here, everything is, like, air-conditioned. So kids are yeah. just like, eh, yeah. and, and now we have Purell in the classrooms. And at first, I thought that was a good idea because when I was teaching, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I don't want to get sick all the time. But honestly, that shit is just making kids sick. Kills your people. body's
2: defense mechanisms, yeah, man. Yeah. And so do vaccines. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. my God! Sponsored by
1: Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> this podcast. I did a kids'
0: comedy show at the Creek in the Cave last week, and uh, I and the one joke I thought that was the darkest was like, "So what? You all worried about measles? Because that's like a big deal now. <laughs> that's really funny. Did dude, they you know? get it? That's their yeah, dude. Kids get it. That's yeah, the like, kids that's got it. Like, How old were these kids? kids? Dude, that's like elementary school AIDS now. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to worry about <laughs> you got to worry about catching measles. <laughs>
1: Jeez, <Jesus. laughs> elementary school AIDS, dude? Oh
2: man!
0: Oh, so, uh, "Hero Dreams of Sushi" came out in 2011, mm-hmm. and this was uh, actually uh, researching a, a huge year. So many things happened. One uh, thing that happened in Japan was the uh, Fukushima nuclear oh, power plant. Yeah. Right Holy on,
2: shit. right on topic. Right, right on top. geographically <laughs> on message. Yeah.
0: Uh, Thanks, Japan. Dating the ocean. Right there was an earthquake, and then that tsunami. Um, uh, really devastated that nuclear power plant. And that, now it's still, I think, to this day yeah. pouring radiation into
1: the ocean. I saw a story about – beautiful story about how like old people, really old people, would go uh, pick up refuse and clean the place up because they were like – I saw that. We're going to expose ourselves to radiation because we are older and we want to save this city for the next generation.
2: Pretty incredible. Pretty wow. beautiful.
1: And so they kind of uh, got fucking radioactivity just so they can help uh, – because basically the suits were not even enough for these people. Right. So what happens is they would just go with literally just fucking one of those like Hello Kitty face masks. <laughs> and they just went in and they were just like <laughs> saving the world. Yeah. And I, I, I don't cry when I read. I cry when I see movies. When I, But reading never gets me uh, to cry. I was crying reading this. I so guess the most beautiful thing i ever fucking.
0: I mean that is and, – and that's a testament to like uh, I guess a giant cultural difference between – Americans and Japanese right, elders because no. I can't I can't imagine American elders would just be in their scooter their rascals <laughs> being like, oh, oh, how can I get to my gated community is there a country club that I can uh live live on and listen to Jimmy Buffett until uh dude, I, I have the
1: theory that if a zombie apocalypse happens that yeah. only Japan will survive because sure. they have such a tight-knit community already as a, as a country yeah like you know, I went to Japan I think last month to do some stand-up right and uh there's no trash in the streets and I was like, what the fuck is going on? There's no, there's no trash cans, but there's no trash. So it's like, what, 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 what is this? So I asked the tour guide, and they were like, when Japanese people are kids, they uh, clean the schools. So there's no janitors in elementary schools. Yeah. So what you do is you create this appreciation for cleanliness that kind of travels all the way until you're fucking dead.
0: See, and I love that idea. But we perverted that same sentiment here in the U.S. because there were these Republican senators that said, well, why don't we just have the poor people – Uh, The Poor kids (laughs) clean the school and fight wars. You know to pay for their tuition, basically. Fuck, and it's like no, that's the the, the wrong thing. You don't want to have like a class thing happening in second grade. You want them all to like clean together.
1: Man, Republicans. (laughs) 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 Jeez.
0: So, yeah, uh, well, anyway, that happened, and we're still dealing with the After Effects. And if anybody wants to watch a show about uh, what happens when uh, nuclear power plants melt down, HBO's got that new Chernobyl show that I can't wait to start watching. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. And uh, Beyonce had a baby. Blue Ivy. Blue Ivy. Same year. Mm-hmm. She uh, Well, she announced her pregnancy, and I remember the moment that uh, she did that, and Jay-Z was in the crowd, and uh, Kanye and him, just they were friends at the time.
1: They both stood up and, like, high-fived. Can I go controversial? Please. Don't think she's a cute baby. Uh, I think she got more of Jay-Z's genes than uh <laughs> She called her Jay-Z too, I think. <laughs> Not sure. I don't know if this is too much, but just had to say it. Yeah. Well, I thought that, um,
0: you know, I, I'm a conspiracy theory guy, and maybe I thought she uh, faked the pregnancy altogether. Oh, shit. And just bought a baby.
1: <laughs> what? Cloned a cloned
0: a baby. Because she,
1: she, she popped the baby out and went back to abs, I think, day two. After. That's right. <laughs> like, that's... That's something.
0: Yeah, so that's why I think it's uh, it was all just a, a hoax, you know.
2: That's hero hero level shok- shokunin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> shokunin, shokunin. Yeah, uh, Charlie Sheen had a giant meltdown. <clears throat> sure. Oh yeah.
2: Sure. I have his immune system.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <It is. laughs> he does. He does. Well, he's HIV positive.
2: Okay, that's gotcha. all we know. Gotcha.
0: But uh, also, he's got tiger blood. Legitimately. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. So that's real. What? Tiger blood.
0: Well, that's what he said he had. <laughs> oh, he, he
2: didn't horn, actually oh, get it. A, a tiger blood transfusion. <laughs> I was hoping, you don't know what these fucking people do with their Right,
1: brain. right, right.
0: What if that was like one of those exotic cures that he thought would work? It's like tiger like, blood for, you know, it's like we need a rhinoceros horn to keep you hard. He's, yeah. he's,
2: he's had an erection for 23 years. I think the rhinoceros yes. one
1: thing is just they just fucked the girl with the horn and that then then he made the legend that it was his dick. Yeah, You know the aphrodisiac thing?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Now, that's my uh, that's my
2: conspiracy theory on in that. And
0: Asia's just like, we need to poach all of the rhinos.
1: Yeah. We need to kill all of the rhinos. Basically yeah. anything
2: that's uh, endangered and beautiful. Can you imagine how many rhinos yeah. would have
1: been saved if they, everyone in Asia just learned how to eat pussy? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, just imagine that, dude.
0: Well, also we have Viagra now in the US, yeah. so let's just fucking give that out yeah. for free. 100%. All right. There we go. You guys uh, think of anything that uh, jumped out at you for 2011?
1: Eleven. Um, the the one you mentioned was the Fukushima. Yes. That, that was when I, 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 that I remembered like, oh yeah, this is 11. 2011 was also like right before I graduated uh, college. So like, this is right, I was like, I think I was like a sophomore.
0: Oh, so. that's great. What were you, yeah. were you um, already in, in the arts? Were you doing No, No, theater? I was pure
1: med school, pure med school track. I was doing the, I did the MCAT in 11. 2011 uh-huh. was the MCAT year. And that, that was the, right before I started standup. Yes, yeah.
0: so, so the discipline from medical school training is just being transferred
1: over to... I, th- I think the discipline is more from, like, fucking old-school video games.
2: Did you watch Patch Adams? Patch, Patch Adams, yeah, of course. Laughter. Mm-hmm. So you do think laughter is the best medicine.
1: Oh, jeez. Here we go.
2: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Usama, thoughts? <laughs> uh,
1: it, it, I mean, it's up there. It's not as good as Novocaine, but, it's you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's up there. Yeah. You
0: know, the, the greatest medical innovations... Soap <laughs> and topical
1: anesthetics. <laughs> I'm a peace of mind. That's what I yeah. described.
2: Yeah. Sad um, note for 2011. Yeah. OMG and LOL were officially added to the Webster's Diction- the Oxford English Dictionary as words. Yeah. D- degrading shit. the English language forever. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But Is that really help my, but, but would my it, dating text. Yeah, your text. Was uh, LMFAO <laughs> – also included? They actually came out that year, I think.
0: Oh, shit. That is the song that my uh, m- brother, my father and sister bond over. Elementary driving, driving around,
2: yeah. Which one? They had which two they that go? sounded the exact same.
1: Well, I mean, they're all the same, yeah. They're yeah. all the same song. I can't
2: differentiate. You
0: know what I'm talking about. Everybody look it up. Oh, is it I, I don't out, know the name of the song. Something's happening
1: something. on a dance floor, I believe. Yes, yeah, yeah.
0: yes. But uh, that's all I know about them. Is
1: in, they, in Russia? Yes, go
2: um, ahead. Beer wasn't considered an alcoholic beverage. It was listed as a soft drink until, <laughs> sure. uh, until 2011. Yeah. Mm.
1: That's insane.
0: Wow. So it's like, uh, what do you want? You want a beer or a Red Bull or like a Fanta? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, for
2: the school trip. Or Bud Heavy. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: uh, the Lunchables come with vodka. <laughs> <in> Russia. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, what's the name of the bento box in, uh, in Bengali food? That, that, that bento box style thing. Oh, shit, dude. I actually fucking don't know, man. I know what you're talking about. I feel like it starts as an A. Um, or an S. S. Shit, dude. Uh, I'm not going to say it because it'll sound...
1: you know it? If you know it's... Uh, no, well, no, let I, me know. I, I don't. I know
2: what you're talking about,
1: but I really don't know the word. I, this is a fucking escape. I
2: saw it. It looked delicious. Yeah. I was like, why the fuck didn't I order right, we we'll call it lunch, I guess. Cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. Bento boxes, sushi. What's your... So sushi is pretty new in the US. Like, is it? It's like 40 it's, years old. Yeah, yeah which is like not it's it's not a uh, it's not like one of the uh, traditional dishes
2: no when it that, came out it was basically cocaine yuppie chow
1: yeah wait what oh like
2: for like the elitist uh, yeah. east coast yuppie east and west coast yuppies
1: wow interesting yeah. interesting as fuck
0: it hit in uh, la and new york first after yep. world war 2 so okay like before world war 2
1: no Americans were eating sushi. Correct?
2: Still not big in Chicago. <laughs> and now you can
1: go to fucking you know Nevada, yeah, <laughs> and desert and just buy it. But
0: even if you watch movies in in the early eighties. Uh, you'll the only people eating sushi are, are yuppies are like the villains. Yeah. Oh, so like, that's fascinating. You'll see like somebody somebody from a small town is moving to New York and they run into like some slick dude who's like, "All right, baby, we'll get some sushi." <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, this is like this is like the trash food of like it was yeah. a coke addled business existence Syn- right.
2: synonymous with douche." Oh
0: my god. Yeah. So it had a bad rap, and I even remember like one of the first comedy albums I ever listened to was uh, Cheech and Chong's "Get Out of My Room." And, uh, that was like, my parents love that album. We used to play it the record yeah. and it had born in East LA on it, which is like, uh, a parody of, uh, born in uh, the USA. But there's one track on there where, uh, it's, uh, it's these two rock guys going to meet at their, uh, like an executive at a sushi restaurant. And like, this is 1985 and they're, and it's like funny, but it's totally politically incorrect now and yeah. dated because they're like. Oh, it's sushi, and they're like, "What is that?" And it's like, "It's a, it's a eel and and uh, turtle balls," and like, you know, they're just like making fun of what sushi is. And today we'd be like, "Dude, what are you talking about?" Like turtle balls know,
1: are the most delicious, yeah, yeah. testicles <laughs> in all the land. You what know? is
0: this? This is fried, uh, fried seal flipper. Check it out! Arr, arr, and the seal's still alive, and you hear like the ripping sounds of them eating crunchy
1: seal flipper. Yes. and I'm like, this shit.
0: As a five year old, I was like, this blows my mind. Yes. This is awesome.
2: Turtle balls. <laughs> yeah.
0: But today, you know, we've all had, like, you can get
1: California rolls in Ohio, so, like, yeah. mm-hmm. none of that. Or at a gas station. right? You can get it in so many places. Oh, my God. Yeah. You can get it, like, not even in a box. It's just, like, laying there <laughs> in a the gas station. And just eat it. It's insane how much sushi we have now. You can get it at the Wawa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wawa is, like, the best sandwiches of all time.
0: Yeah. Huge fan. So, uh, what did you guys grow up eating sushi?
1: Yeah, not that much. My dad was very much, he hated it going into the restaurant. So we were always ate Bengali food at my house. So if we had sushi, it was because my friends went out, and I went out with them.
0: Yeah, because cause eating out was a waste of money. Yeah,
1: my dad hated wasting money. He was like, no, I'm going to fucking get my mom to just cook all the time. But mom mom liked cooking, so that was fine. But my dad was just like reviled. He's nothing. No, I don't no go out. I don't like the shit. So. Yeah. At a very cultural. Food maybe experience.
0: your father was an introvert, or this was like a serious psychological problem. Like, like he didn't really need. Maybe
1: my dad see he, people. He's a genius, so he's like one of those genius, but genius in a way that like makes him uh, almost can't really talk to people sometimes. Oh, like, like a he, little on the spectrum. A li- little bit. I don't want to call my dad autistic, you know, but he's autistic you know. Yeah. He's uh he's like a genius from the deepest darkest village of fucking India and Calcutta, and like he had to read by candle all the all the. The poorest thing. So your father is an autistic Abraham Lincoln <laughs> yeah. <outside
2: of. laughs> yeah. So he's like Indian hero.
1: Yeah. He's an Indian hero. Uh, he's uh, uh, it, it's fucking uh, unreal. And then he came to like he like knows Russian perfectly somehow. And like, cause he went to like study there for like two weeks, and like he look, came back with perfect <laughs> Russian. It's like what the fuck? He's a genius. So he never liked going out, even at like Bengali parties. Yeah. He'll be hanging out, kind of like on the side, talking to some one person. Like, Everyone else is, like, fucking going crazy and going wild, and he's kind of like a weirdo. Yeah. A what does your dad do? He was a telecom engineer. He like, He's, like, instrumental in, like, starting smartphones and all the advancements to that shit. Um, so he's the reason that we're all staring at our screens all day long. He's giving you cancer. Yeah. Thanks to dad. Uh-huh. Uh, that's how much he hates people. He just wants to give him, <laughs> to give him cancer over 35 years. Uh, he's, like, he's like, well, I'm going to poison you slow. I'm, more, I'm a fan of the
2: slow burn. <laughs>
1: slow burn. <laughs> Uh, no, no, he, he's worked at Samsung for years And then he lost his job Went into debt Really bad with money Now he's working in Virginia As like a notary <laughs> Yeah it's weird shit I'm telling you My dad is I've old. thought
2: about Becoming a notary as <laughs> <Really>? well <laughs> Just <laughs> having a notary in here like, It's a job bro I, yeah. honestly, I feel like that's what my dad did He moved to Virginia And became a notary Bro I'm not even fucking kidding <laughs> that's, that's the new Australia you They bought yeah, they like, bought, a farmhouse <laughs> Now they just live there <laughs> Dude, I don't know work. Who knows what they do They're like oh, We're tired like, I think it's. I think it's a thing. People like go there. Do it. Yeah. Go. So, hero. Hero
0: Hero is the hero of this movie. Dude. And a brief plot synopsis is: we've got hero is an 85 year old man who has a three star Michelin rated sushi restaurant in a subway station in Japan. It's such a hole in the wall that the bathroom isn't even part of that establishment. You've got to go across the hall into the subway station and use maybe a public restroom how who knows but he's been making sushi at this spot for over 40 years and he's regarded as the greatest master sushi chef in the world Whew. and so we're just following you know a basically a year in his life um
1: it's the most fascinating fucking oh yeah. my god it's just it, it, it changed my life dude it's the reason i came to new york to comedy
0: yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Wh- why? What? What was something that? What was one thing that struck you about this movie?
1: Um. They, really, it was just like because in that moment in my life, I was doing med school and comedy at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, um, uh, oh, I'll just keep the med school on the back burner no matter what because I'm just in that space, the Indian space of like keep stability, don't buck the boat. You know, very, very good Indian boy, good Bengali boy. And, but I had this comedy thing I was following very once a week, twice a week for like a year. And so I was like really kind of apprehensive about maybe even doing it for real. Just didn't give myself the, even the idea of doing it full time or anything. But then I saw this documentary and there's one scene, you guys remember, where Max Richter's in for five plays. And he talks about how all he wants to do is get better and better at this thing. And no matter what, he'll keep trying to reach new heights and new heights and new heights no matter where he is in life. That, I never thought of that. The idea that something could be a craft that you work on and it builds yourself. As you grow older, you build this thing. As your body gets older, you build this thing. So there's no real decline. As you decline physically, you still keep soaring. And the idea of that, of a constant build, was not even in my brain until I saw that scene. It was like that slow-mo and they did a slow-mo part, and it was like the, the violins were playing, and he talks about, trying just want to get better and better and better and better, and just keep building no matter what, new ideas, and it was just completely foreign, and it hit me like a brick, and after I saw that scene, I was like, I just paused the movie, I was like, yo, I'm fucking doing whatever this comedy shit is for the rest of my life.
0: I think about that all yeah. the time, I was like, after watching this film, uh, that, that uh, idea of working on the same thing every day really struck me, and uh, I started watching a YouTube uh, hip-hop dance video. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the I way did... Whitney Houston shaked her
1: ass, I knew.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I watched, and I was like, okay, cool. Like, I, you know, I know how to move. You know, I squirm on stage, but I don't squirm to a beat. And oh. so I just watched these fundamental moves. And at first, I was like, this is so basic. It was rolling my eyes. But then I thought, okay, well, let me try. Let me try to do this, and... Uh, I just tried these very fundamental moves for like 30 minutes yesterday and then last early in the day. And I was like bad at it. But then by the evening I like had the coordination down. Then I did them today and I was like, okay, I'm going to add a new move today. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm not great at it, but you know, hero is like, you don't start as a master yeah. and it's not talent. It's uh, persistence. you like, you have to have the tech. Like, I clearly already have the talent. Because I'm Boom. doing this. Hey. But it's like, if you already know you have that, then it's just doing the same thing every day and adding a little bit to it. And uh, so that was very inspiring to me to see that as well. And we keep doing this podcast. We're on like, what is it? Episode 41 now? Maybe? 45, I, I think. Well, who knows?
2: But 44, 45, We're somewhere good. in right. there. You
1: guys got the good vibes. It's good. Yeah. You guys are doing great. Feels great. You guys are doing great. great. It's, it's true. I, if You know, when I first started comedy in New York... If you gave me like a top 10 list, like like, who are the fucking guys uh, at the end of that year, right? I had maybe a top 10 list in my head. Yeah. Uh, That next year, uh, that whole list was different. And the only difference between what that first year was and the second year was, between the top 10s, was the work. There were a lot of talented people on year one in my top 10 list that became quit, that stopped doing it. And it was the only factor that changed the numbers in my head was the work ethic. That's it. Going at it. I mean, they
2: they even mentioned something to that effect in the in the in the documentary. Basically, they're like, we've had so many people that just up and quit one day, like didn't even show back up. Which is his his whole thing was pick a lane, immerse yourself in it, and that's it. Figure out what you want to do. He got his kids to drop out, to not go to college. Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) wow. Which honestly, in uh, in the United States now, that sounds.
2: Great. Yeah. My dad said the right. same thing when I went back to school. He was like, eh. He's like, just treat it as an intellectual exercise. He's like, if you're going to go back, he's like, either you go into finance or you just pick whatever you like. So, yeah. so I majored in history. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. The exact yeah. opposite of finance. He's like, it's not worth it. He's like, it's not worth fucking go, you know going into debt or doing whatever you have to do or having us pay for it. Everyone knows <laughs> that. Like, just just go. Go. <laughs> the jig is up. I think it's, he was trying to save it. himself some money. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like a $50,000 credit.
2: Yeah. yeah. Rate yeah. Rate for it? And this is a guy with multiple b- degrees – so right. it's just like yeah, fuck. It's like school's a joke. It's like it's the most overpriced entity in America, which is right. I mean, I, I kind of agree with them, but you know. Yeah, have like you had a smoothie from Whole Foods, dude? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a four-year tuition plan, right there.
0: Yeah. So this is. I mean, he he gave his sons a gift. He made them masters in this one craft, and kind know, of. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, no, I don't. That's an interesting point. Yeah, because not all
1: happy and go lucky. You know, you can see from just the interviews with some of the kids that. Not all the kids are, like, super in love with his, their dad. Right. One, one of them left. because so He was like, I can't fucking take this anymore. Started his own restaurant. One of them was still working under him. And it was kind of like, yeah, they love his their dad. And they, they work and they devote their lives. But it seems like maybe one of them might have won something else.
2: The younger son had it, had it made, I thought. He was, it seemed to be because in, in, in Japanese culture, from what they were saying in the film, that the older son is supposed to automatically take over the father's specific business. Mm-hmm. Like not just sushi, but like his sushi place. So right. he was groomed for that, and it's been like a long, strenuous dad process. He won't die. He won't yeah. die, and he will not like. He's a control freak. So he's yeah. you know. But the other son, who I think was probably technically more talented, the dad told him to open the other place. So he was pushed in that direction. But I think the younger son had it made, kind of. Uh-huh. And you know, that's, better looking that's too. How colonialism.
0: <laughs> Colonialism worked that way Zero too. Right? dreams, <laughs> yeah, because you got you got uh you have the second sons, mm-hmm. the sons that don't inherit anything have to go out and uh and forge their own right. path. So like all of the Virginia Colony, well, the first uh, people that arrived from England were aristocrats with no money because they were the second sons. Whoa! And so the original Fast colonies hit. all. Floundered right. they all wow. they all died because they were all like lazy dudes that didn't know how to do anything and were like, "But well, where are my servants? whereas like the northern colonies were made up of like middle class like puritans fucking workers, they were hell workers, yeah bitch. Dude. Yeah, so Virginia didn't really work out until they, like, figured out how to, like, enslave
2: people Yeah, 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 yeah. Daddy, I need more money, <laughs> daddy Not just Virginia oh,
0: That's so uh, funny Well, all,
2: all the South <laughs> You know what's so is, like, like Also Qatar You know, like uh,
1: a <laughs> How <laughs> yeah. sick burn Love it Sorry to all of our listeners Qatar.
2: Let's get the Super broad ones to build soccer stadiums <laughs> for free <laughs>
1: It's so weird that, like, you know, uh, white people have been asking their parents for money
2: for literally hundreds of years. Also, not just yeah. white people. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, you don't say this is like—it's that same type of character. Like, oh yeah. Please, dearest dad, I, I need it. You know.
2: It's called entitlement. Boom.
0: But uh, yeah, so I, you know, we we can talk about that a little bit. I wrote down as one of my headlines: fatherhood and hero as a dad. How right. do we feel like that's how do we feel about his?
2: I feel like he had a tough road because he was sort of abandoned. Not sort of. He was abandoned by his father who whose business became a failure. The Japanese aren't, don't do well with uh, shame-based failure.
0: Yeah. I mean did his dad commit seppuku? What happened? Seppuku? 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 seppuku. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> I think we just wanted to say kabuki. I think
1: yeah, he had He All did right.
2: Kabuki. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he had a failed kabuki business. He had a failed boat riding business, <laughs> yeah. which apparently made him money. I was like, I, I don't know how the fuck that worked, but it failed yeah. shortly thereafter. So Probably in a drought. He
0: lives in shame. So Hiro lives in shame that his father was a
2: failure. Well, his father lived in shame and then went and worked at a factory in Yokohama and became a tremendous alcoholic. Left Hiro to fend for himself at seven, which is fucking rough. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, I mean, this is like a, the story of a self-made man. Sure. Like the the most... Uh, Inspiring story of a self-made man, but
0: also being a self-made man kind of makes you a little bit
2: of a monster. You
0: got to be a little bit of a monster to create your.
2: I mean, he's not the easiest dad. (laughs) Tough (laughs) on fish, tougher (laughs) on his kids.
0: (laughs) These are are the tough on fish. (laughs) (laughs) You're a model for the whole (laughs) restaurant. Yes, you're the guy selling this documentary. (laughs) (laughs) Tough on fish. Eat
2: this sushi, but don't be his child.
0: Well, that's an off-putting thing that they talk about is that people feel uncomfortable eating his sushi in front of because him
2: because he fucking stares at you. He's intense. But yo, what what old guy is comfortable to be around?
0: You know, right? Sounds like, like he's just my an grandfather
2: old guy. when he was starting to, starting to go. It's yeah, like,
0: it's like your your eye contact is too strong during sex. Yeah, <laughs> or or feeding me
1: sushi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Old sense. guys in general just be old. You yeah, know? old guys be old, curmudgeonly. It's like, yeah, cranky.
2: It's uh, like the equivalent of like when you watch your dog fuck like a stuffed animal, and oh, like yeah. they'll kind of – they know you're there, and they'll kind of look at you from the corner of their eye and then look away like you can't see them anymore, and they'll just start fucking the animal again, the, the stuffed animal. Yeah. That's why like, that's that's like dogs be real as hell. That's yeah. a real story for my real life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and Only and hero doesn't stuffed look animal. away.
2: <laughs> we had the Kris Kringle Christmas bears that you get at uh, Macy's. My, uh, my parents' dog went apeshit on that thing. Whew.
0: So I did mushrooms in high school. <clears throat> uh-huh, so and did I. I. Uh, my dad came <laughs> home right after I I'd I'd eaten them. A bunch of times. And uh, I thought I was going to be out of the house before they kicked in, but he came home like angry from work and uh, it was fine. I mean, he just had a stressful day and I was not doing a good job as a son. Yeah. And he's like, have you done your college admissions essays yet? Are you like, what, what are you doing? And I was, and I'm starting to peak and I was like, ah, I got to go. And I hop into the back of my friend's car and we drive off and I have this vision. And in the vision, uh, I was in a, um, I looked at, uh, parents being, um, terraformers, Astronauts going to a new planet, and they set up the planet, and then they uh, train the kids on the planet to then go be astronauts and fly off and terraform their next planet. But once you leave, you don't come back. And it it made me think about like, oh, my parents are training me to get the fuck out of the house yes. yeah. and not ever need to come back. And so that was the uh, that was the powerful message that I got from the uh, the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I
1: honestly thought you were gonna. Tied this into a humping uh, stuffed animal at some
0: point. And then when my friend who was driving the car looked back, she was like, what are you doing to my teddy bear? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. Boom. Tied Pow. together. But when Hero talks about this, I thought about that personal anecdote because Hero was talking about like, you know, you, want, you raise your kids so that they, never have, they don't ask you for anything. It's a failure to come back to the house. Right, right. So he's very proud of his uh, second son. For going and starting his own restaurant, he's like, I would right. never let him go if I didn't think he was ready. Right. But now that he has gone, like he's burned the bridge.
2: I mean, he said that basically, yeah. parents that say, you know, like try, try your best, and then you can come back if it doesn't work out. And he's like, that's garbage behavior, garbage <laughs> talk. Yeah. He basically said, you know, almost verbatim that. So he's, you know, a, yeah. c- a critic of the modern parent, clearly.
0: No, and I got, I get that. I was like, oh, this echoes how I feel.
2: I'm surprised that he's as loving as he is based on his <laughs> own upbringing.
1: I mean, he, 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 the love is not. Classic Bob Saget, Full House. You know what I'm saying? It's right. very much a Japanese old school sort of, right? F- right. It's like the
2: stereotype of the cold Asian father. Yes. The uh, emotionally distant Asian father. And we, and, but this guy, seemed genuinely. I mean, in the off scenes when they're filming, you know, he's laughing. You know, he he enjoys he enjoys life and he enjoys his son.
0: I don't even know what love is, though. Is there a universal for love, or is it entirely culturally manufactured? Well, the uh, the, uh, the
1: sentiment I mean, is universal, huh. but the way it's sh- done is cultural for sure. Yeah. Like, you know, Bob like, uh, you know, Saget will hug and say, I love you. My mom will cook me food. And that's her way of saying the same thing. Yeah. But culturally it's a different language.
0: Languages of love. It's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And like teaching your son how to Thinly slice that sashimi
2: So as a person that doesn't eat fish Did that look good to you Did any of that look good to you yeah, Like, how did you like, like go- Would you go to this dinner Strapped up with like 30 EpiPens And just eat his food
0: I would definitely not do that But I can eat <laughs> bivalves like and rambles. mollusks.
2: Right so you'd have the shrimp course 17 times I would eat yeah I would eat so Because that shrimp, shit I'd looked like, amazing
0: oh, What you guys are out of shrimp today Well I've got to go I made reservations two years ago uh, What do you mean you don't have Colossal tiger shrimp for papa Because that's what I need to eat <laughs> Get your apprentice in there and have him massage me another full octopus. Ooh. That is another off-putting scene in this. We have to massage the octopus for 40 minutes. Yeah, like, that's like kitchens. But, but, but that dude
1: has done that for years. You know, yeah. that's all he does. Like, you know, it's yeah. like, that also struck me. is like, when you first start, you only work with rice for 13 years. It's yeah. like, holy shit, dude. The like egg guy? Rice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the egg, yeah, the egg thing. It's like, damn. So imagine you're like five years into this and you know how to do 1.5 things. It's a very much a, a – you got to put your entire life into this. World. He was
2: a ch- uh, tamago shokunin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, you fucking do your research. Man. We
2: love the word shokunin. Yep. shokunin, shokunin. which
0: means art, art uh, mastery artisan. of one's profession. Yes,
1: yes. I, I like that word, and I like uh, spezzatura, which is the ma- which is such mastery that it looks easy. It's an Italian word hmm. that making something look easy because you're so masterful at it.
0: Yes,
2: both. both both good eating cultures. Yeah. And oh
1: in, yeah,
0: yeah. Instead, the
2: two best, in my opinion, honestly.
0: Yeah, you I think know, so.
2: Top two. put Bengali.
0: Can we do a fusion of the three? Can we have an Italian Bengali Japanese restaurant? Oh, and have it succeed?
1: No. Raw sushi that's also cooked. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about
0: that. It's like, does it make sense? That sounds like the car that Homer builds <laughs> yeah. when he gets an opportunity. <laughs> right, it's just the exact opposite. Yeah, just a monster, a Frankenstein restaurant.
2: So one thing I had about this, and I, I like sushi a lot. Obviously, I've spent money on sushi, at, you know, nice omakase dinners where you know they pick what you eat and feed you. What's the highest level of because I feel like it's all based on the quality of the fish, which seems to be a monopoly situation at this at the Sujiki fish market. I went
1: there like last month. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I was there. Fucking insane. The the activity there. I wanted to go to the tuna auction that was that happens like at like 4 a.m. The Every, pageantry of that pageantry of it. We couldn't wake up early enough, but Tsukiji is, like, it's the place. Right? Yeah. It's the best sushi I ever had in my life was in Tsukiji last month. It was literally inside. It was re- It was kind of like Le Giro's is, just right in the middle of the thick of it. Right. And we had, like, eight pieces of uh, tuna, and it was, like, seriously the most amazing thing. But they don't really mess around. They, they don't. It's, no, there's, no, there's no ha-ha with sushi. Not, no, that's it's, just... not, it's not Guy Fieri food. It's very, very,
2: very, very – Right. Minimalist.
0: Yeah. yeah. And so that's their Sotheby's, you know, instead of auctioning uh, like Prince of Elvis – they they auction off these giant tuna I, for like a million dollars. It's
1: insane. Yeah,
2: I love the interview with the sushi uh, the tuna dealer. He calls the rice guy the rice dealer. The, the tuna guy the tuna dealer. Like this dude is more discri- has more discriminatory judgment and more just dis- he, he's more discerning about how he picks a fish than most people in, in, in the way they pick life partners. Yeah,
0: that's right. And he's Ooh. like, if I don't get the fish I want, I walk.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like there's only one best fish. Fuck the rest of you. Fuck these weak ass tuna. By the way, it didn't seem like Japan was very big on ocean cons- oceanic conservancy here.
0: No, they love deep, uh, deep uh, bottom of the ocean trawling right. and uh, net fishing and
2: whale smashing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dolphin. Seal, seal clubbing,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dolphin murders. Yeah, they love genocide of seafood. Um, <laughs> oh, my God.
0: But yeah, and I thought about that too like the overfishing and how the fact that sushi's become so ubiquitous is actually its downfall.
2: Right. And I'm glad that they mentioned yeah. that. He talked about it as yeah. well, that we're, they're, they're killing a the younger fish, which is completely bad for the, for the species. There's it's not, like they're, they're weeding out like the
1: a sh- sushi singularity that's coming up or something like that, where like it's going like be a certain point where sushi will die out or something like that? I saw this article
2: about... Like, like high quality, yeah. I, they,
1: like, in, in 50 years, they, we won't know what good sushi is anymore, or like they, the best sushi will be gone. Because
2: they've fished out sustainability, yeah. basically, yeah. which is an issue for... Lots of different things, food-wise.
1: Yeah, well, we've got the
0: radioactivity of all the water Mm -hmm. around Fukushima. Yeah, the levels, and it's
2: hitting the West Coast. So West Coast fish on on the American West Coast have now higher levels of radiation and mercury than they ever have in the past, which is fucking frightening.
0: And there's this concept of the commons, which I I love, but we don't seem to learn anything about in the U.S., Mm -hmm. which is like, well, if you you shit or pee upstream, everybody downstream is going to be affected by that. Right, right. But then also, all of the air, like, exists— Without boundaries. So we can't just like put a, a wall a – build a wall around the air.
2: Right. right.
0: Or in the oceans. The currents have the fish going everywhere. So if you catch them all in your uh, ocean territory, then you
2: have just like – It it's spreads faster than it will spread in air. Yes. You know? Well, that, that's
1: been the problem of life, modern life anyway. So we, we need a
0: one world yeah. government. We need, a, we need the globalist to control Hegemony. Yes.
2: Palpatine. Why'd <laughs> I suggest Trump? Yeah. <laughs>
0: or like a Daenerys. That yeah. Daenerys. Oh, to... can't,
2: can't say it. Breaker of necks. <laughs> <laughs> Cutter yeah. of lines. Cutter of lines.
1: <laughs> yeah. Rider of trawlers. I know. Did she, did she just blow up all of these whaling ships? <laughs> so yeah. she has three Titanics. Oh my God.
2: You can't fight her? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a question. So. How do you feel about enjoying these meals? What I, what I liked about this is that the people go there on the, on the solo tip. Like they're by themselves to enjoy this meal for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, people just come in. I like the Japanese eating uh, culture that you just sit, sit alone and enjoy it. Oh, yeah. No Instagram pics.
0: I'm going to come in here. I've, I've waited two years to get in here and I'm going to eat some of this tasty fish. Alone. There's
2: a spot in Bushwick that does <laughs> hey. that Japanese socks called Ichiran, but it's like a Japanese ramen chain, but you sit in a cubicle. By yourself. Mm-hmm. And you don't see anyone else. They just hand you food, like, prison style. Like oh, you're an yeah, Oz. Yeah. And they hand it to you through the little thing. That's
0: like a, con- a confessional. Yeah. You're just getting the sacrament. Oh, yeah. From Ooh. Poseidon.
2: I, li- I like it. Especially in a place like New York or, you know, Tokyo, where it's so overcrowded, that to be by yourself and enjoy something alone seems fantastic.
1: The, when I was there, it was very much that style. Like, in, in one restaurant, you'll have, like, one area where everyone's alone, and one area where it's like... Because they have a huge business drinking culture, so after work, right. all the... Business people will just go out with their. So you you can't say no to your boss. If your boss wants to go out to drink, you're you know. going out to drink. So they have a little area. They don't they don't they don't encroach upon the single people. They're always in a corner. Yeah, always in a corner, being rebald, being crazy. But uh, they are very much respect the. Um, you, can, you can also sleep alone in a subway, and there's very there's a word for it. that It's very respected that you can like because they're also overworked that you can sleep alone. So the idea of like. The sanctity of the solitude is very much in play.
2: And it seems like the style of meal, too. Like yakitori, like on the street, that's where people go to have beers with their coworkers and just get drunk and and rowdy. But, like, this stuff is, like, high test. It's crazy because
1: dude. Tokyo, the the subways end at, like, like 12. Oh, like D.C. But the the, uh, uh, restaurants don't uh, close until 6. So it's like what you have is, like, people – you can't go back home after you – uh, after 12 a.m., You burn m. the bridge. So what you do is you just keep drinking until 6 when the subway's open again then you just take the early subway home. So that's what's going on. There's still very much a night culture there. It just goes on till 6. Yes. It's fucking, huh. insane. It's fucking insane. That's like a it Sounds awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it sounds like everywhere but the U.S. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that's because that's anytime I went to uh, Europe or even Latin America, you're like, okay, well, we're going to go out and eat at 10 p.m and then we're going to go dancing, or we're going to go to a club. We're going to go do something right. late, so you're done at 3 a.m. Yeah,
2: whereas in America, you eat dinner at 6 p.m., then you start drinking for 17 hours. <laughs> yeah! Oh,
1: God. And then or if, if, like, if it's a game day, so you start drinking at 3, Yeah. then you keep eating and drinking until you wake up the next morning. Like.
0: Did you have any uh, fun food adventures when you were in Japan? Yeah, for
1: 100%. Oh, my God. Oh, we wanted to get the Jiro. Uh, hero restaurant we wanted to you know we wanted to get, get the purpose but you can't so no, you gotta, you gotta he, know two just, months ahead of time yeah, at least there's no there's no there was no reason for that but uh, yeah amazing ramen amazing I mean the best the best of each Japanese food I had in Japan so I had the best ramen of my life I had the best sushi of my life best yakitori of my life best uh, fucking plum wine of my life I mean, it's, it's all the best of the Japanese the, in the, in Japan, It's it in Japan. What do you know? you
2: know? Who who would have thought? I I mean, they're also perfecting every other culture's foods, and like they they make some of the best Scotch on the planet. We can't technically call it Scotch, but the best whiskey on the planet is Japanese. Some um, of the like best beers are Japanese. Japanese. They're delicious. Yeah. Oh my
1: god. Yeah. The, 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 what they do? With it, it's based of the culture. I think I think what it is. I, I might have read this about this a little bit. Like the whole Japanese culture is based in like Bushido code. So it's like the way of the samurai. And so back in the day, the way of the samurai was very much like you devote your life to a pursuit. So that actually has, has transferred over into the way of the Japanese people, uh, and that's kind of like the, the, the standard.
2: Yeah. Have you, their 7-Elevens have incredible food. Oh, dude. Oh, I for, there it is. That's the yeah, story. Well, like Lawson's or something like dude,
1: that? Dude, the there's a lot of Lawson's, but yeah. seven, it's, Lawson's a random European guy who made his bones in Japan. But uh, 7-Elevens in Japan have fresh fruit, fresh vegetables. It's like fucking insane. Fried chicken. Yeah.
0: It's interesting because the philosophy is so counter to what we do in the U.S. Where, you know, here it's kind of like the customer's always right. And also, how can we get the biggest bang for the least amount of money Mm -hmm. spent? And there, uh, the idea is
1: it seems like
0: you do one thing. And you do it the best you possibly
1: can. If you so, are a Seven Eleven counterman, you the, are the best Seven Eleven counterman that's ever fucking been. And
0: you know? every day you come in and you're like, "How can I make this Seven Eleven better?" Yeah. How can I make the, like okay? Does the gum need to be placed here? Like, what else can we have? Can the can the fruit be fresher? Yeah. So that like mentality, which is like not the opposite of the race 100%, to the bottom, dude, yeah. Like Walmart bullshit that we have going <laughs> on here. Where we're like, forget all the mom-and-pop stores. Let, how can we have everybody get uh, the, the the biggest bulk pamper purchase they can get at the Sands Club?
2: Yeah. In America, it's more like fake it till you make it. What I realized a, a long time ago, those was told by a lot of chefs I worked with, that uh, when you see fruit in counters, like a lot of places, uh, they pump oxygen into apples and give them a dye to make them look fresher. So when you taste like a green apple, then you – it tastes like shit because yeah. they're pumped with oxygen and they're dyed. So if you put red apples, if you buy like a random like Associated or Key Foods, you put it in hot water, the, the wax will melt off and you'll lose the coloring, which Whoa. is crazy. Whoa, as i saying, yeah,
1: Key Excellent. Foods is definitely. You, you walk in there, you it, it, you know you're getting you bargain basement you know shit. Know everything tastes like keys. Yeah. Yeah, that's,
2: that's the Filene's <laughs> basement of food. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Ross. <laughs> you're like these. Uh, these were
1: great uh, last season. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Dude, mm. we're all gonna keep foods. It all sounds like a Chinese food restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Like, why is why does the produce aisle <laughs> smell like Chinese food? It's like fucking uh, insane.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and Hero Man, he lived a long time. He's still alive now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He was 85 when this movie came out, and people were worried that he was gonna die or have to retire. And I think he's like 90. Yeah. 95 now. Yeah. He's fucking doing great, dude. Is he 90? He's still going. He's like 93. 93. 93, 93. Yeah. 93. Yeah. And his oldest
2: son has to just be like. You die already. But is he ready? And do you think Hero has... <laughs> <Is> he, <ready? laughs> has he Has he
0: graduated from cooking rice? It, yeah. It's only
2: been 35 years. So like uh, We have him on Eel now. Yeah, yeah. He's graduated <laughs> he to Eel.
0: eel I think if your dad is awesome at uh, something, you should yeah. not do that job. 100%. <laughs> Get out of that field. 100%. Like there are so many comedians whose fathers were like right. the uh, the icons. Yeah,
2: and they're still in. If you going to be that? At
1: least change the last name.
2: At least make your own yeah. way. You know, but yeah, like uh, Nicolas Cage it was Nicholas Coppola. Changed his name. Yeah, on Smart. his own merits. Smart. Smart.
1: Right. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Because yeah.
0: yeah, that's the only way that you can stand on your own two feet and not be compared. Like if you're Mick
2: Jagger's son, don't fucking sing in a fucking blues band. Blues rock band. Yeah. If you're Michael Jordan's son, don't fucking play basketball, dude. You tried. Yeah. You weren't very good. Oh, You've good. brought shame to the dojo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you probably, go make sushi, Michael Jordan's son. Start your own. They would go, go to that restaurant. <laughs> That'd be so funny if some guy watched this movie and got the wrong idea. He'd say, This means I gotta start my own sushi restaurant, right? Obviously. <laughs> he didn't get any of the ideas.
2: <laughs> I missed the point. I could do this. I
1: could do this. Watch Breaking Bad. I like meth now.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm going to do meth. I know. I did, I took chemistry in high school. <laughs> <laughs> just, just blue dye? Blue dye? All a- you dye is this shit right here. <laughs> 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 it wouldn't be a podcast without – it wouldn't be E. Prayed Judge without a Ghost and Ray reference. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, and uh, – so, oh, what is it? Like Tony Soprano and AJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, you know, if you're going to be, like, the best mobster, yeah. Yeah. it's got to be really disappointing to have, like, an AJ son. Oh, yeah. You know, Who
2: just like, does cocaine and gets panic attacks in a bathroom <laughs> in a nightclub in New York.
1: But, I mean, greatness is born through hardship, you know? So when your greatness gives you something and you have a kid, he gets the fruits of your greatness. And it's hard to instill that energy of, like, you have nothing. Go yeah. He just becomes
2: softer than wet tissue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Do you have to, like, yeah, if you have a wet napkin
0: son, do you just have to, like... <laughs> adopt a new person to be like this is now my adopted son yeah because a lot of roman emperors did that like when you look at uh who the the, the line of su- succession it was never like their firstborn. it was like somebody late in their life right when they were dying that they're like this guy's gonna take yeah. over next because yeah. that guy was like it's better yeah yeah it's better usually a general or somebody who'd like lived in hardship killing german barbarians yeah those <laughs> fucking Germans, dude. The Gauls.
2: The Gaul on oh, the, the, the hill Gauls. people.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. So what type of dads are you going to be?
2: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> we're the ones that uh, kill German barbarians. Yeah. I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to make my son go to a military school. <laughs> and uh, when he comes home, we're just going to cook together. Uh, we're going to get blue aprons. <laughs> and,
1: and I'm going to be like, follow all the directions to the tea. <laughs> all right. No,
0: you don't get to move to grilling the meat yet. That's
1: the same thing I thought of, like, is there a Italian version of Hero? Is there a Bengali version of Hero? When I was watching that movie, be. Italian maybe, but there's some food cultures that are more just make it and sustain yourself. Because, like, in third world countries, the best food is not really done to become the best chef. It's done so you can feed your family. So I wouldn't say Bengali food has that same... Oot culture, you know that that same right. level of high culture. Even though there are some like uh, you know Gagan, uh, he's an a Indian guy. He's like he has the top rated restaurant, uh, I think, for two, two or three years it's in Bangkok. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so there are people who are raising that, but our culture doesn't have that sort of devote your whole life. Indian music has that, but Indian food, for some reason, did not that get hit it, with it, that. Yeah, it is interesting. It, even cinema yeah. too, right? Yeah. What's up? Cinema. In- yes, yeah, yeah, cinema was well. like a cinema's fucking well. huge deal. When but you, like. Yeah, like uh, because like the, the the closest thing in my culture to uh, Japanese sushi making is Indian uh, music production, mm-hmm. or, because they are it, it's a religious thing basically. So all those like you know deep deep you know ostads teachers we call them those you know do the same thing just like ten years for the rice. If you're a, a double jit you know tabla Indian tabla, you have to do uh, like five years of just one type of uh, beat. Or like, and then you finally graduate. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of level of progression. Wow. I love yeah. that. It's crazy. Yeah. That's
2: right. something I have yeah. no idea So about. you you go to
1: Calcutta, right? Calcutta is like known for the best double the double-players in the world. So you see this documentary of like one guy in the front of the room, and he's just playing like... And you hear like a sea of a hundred kids. It's fucking it's insane call and answer kind of thing, in the same vein as like mentor. And mentor. then
0: one one high priest walks along the line of hundred kids and goes, You were good.
1: You were good. Or, yeah, there's you like were a good. lever and then you pull it, and the guy just falls. <laughs>
0: this kid was off the, again. He texts the rest of them, uh just a trash can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check their pocket. Emoji. Like, <gasps> Hashtag tone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and with a message that's like Make sure to send this to your family so they know you're shame.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> your dad's like, I already got it.
0: I already know. Yeah. I sent that text. Yeah. yeah, No doll for you tonight.
1: No doll.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so excellence, man. This movie was super inspiring. Uh, final thoughts from me. Uh, I, I got so much from watching it, and it really made me feel like, oh, I'm on the right path, and there are things I can do better. And also getting a team. Because at the end of it, he's got a squad of people who are helping support him. And he's selfless in saying that not only is he the master, but the master has the easiest job. Because he couldn't be doing this without the guy that's massaging the octopus for 40 minutes. He couldn't be doing this without the guy who's been cooking rice for 10 years and making sure it's just the right amount of pressure. You know? And vinegar. And uh, he couldn't be doing it without the guy who still doesn't know how to make a perfect egg
2: cube. No, he got it. After four years. Oh, thank God. She looked I was delicious. rooting for him. I was too. I think everyone was. Yeah. He couldn't even pump his fist in the air because he was <laughs> still baking <laughs> eggs. <laughs> yeah, right? He didn't want to hurt his egg hands. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Insane, man. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's the idea of, of, uh, of devoting, that seems like almost an un-American idea of devoting, yeah, devoting for devoting's sake. Uh, America is very acquisitional. It's very devote yourself to acquire things to get things, whereas that 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 idea of devoting yourself because it's the way it's the way to true growth and true understanding and true like self actualization. It's a whole that's a whole different way of thinking and it's something I try to like bring in every time I uh, true. leave the house. Yeah, he says
0: uh, that it's not about the money, but they charge like three hundred dollars uh, a seating. Mm. But they need to charge that much because it's so excellent, and that's what people will pay. But, um, you know, I think about that with like just being. Wh- when you're really good at the craft, the money comes, mm. you know, and the money, and if you get fooled by the uh, accoutrements, like all the other things, then yeah. you dull your senses and you stop being. Good at the thing, yeah. They got you the money in the first place. I mean, there's also
2: a tremendous sense of entitlement in America, like especially if you're, you know, your family's been here for a while. Like my grandfather came here in Ellis Island to better himself, and you know, go to school and graduate school. He came as a pharmacist and then worked his way up. And dad did really well. And then you just have this weird: further along your family is, you know. You just get this weird sense of entitlement right. that makes you fat and lazy. <laughs> become, I'm just going to uh, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pursue creative interests.
0: You become the uh, 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 Elvis from, uh, from Vegas.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Vegas <flat> Elvis.
1: Where <laughs> the fucking
0: buttons are just like
1: shaking with every note. Yeah. Just, just how fat he is. That leotard's pills. just
2: struggling to hold on, <laughs> fighting right. for its life.
1: I, I'll up
0: my lines, but I'm, I'm great. Oh,
2: this is one of my favorite movies that we've reviewed easily. I'd right. seen it years ago. I'm so glad that we revis- I revisited it. Uh, it's got something for everybody, man. Parents, kids, people that <laughs> like food, people that like fish, people that hate fish. Yeah. Type A Psycho Shok- Shokunin. Shokunin. <laughs> it's, got, it's got something for everybody. It's an inspiring Yeah, I worked out today
0: because of this movie. Yeah. So hey. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, it was inspiring. I, I definitely recommend Gabe it. Dreams of Glutes. Gabe,
2: Gabe <laughs> Nightmares of Fish.
0: Yo, your your boy over here is giving this movie uh, uh, uh,
2: nine California rolls out of ten. Oh, yeah, nine out of ten. That's nine that's nine that's, that's high a, praise. I give
1: it nine sapukis out of ten. Well. <laughs> Thank you. I feel honored.
2: It's just real good. Watch. It. <laughs> you should you just watch it. it. Yeah, I can do it.
0: Love it. Yeah. Well, everybody, this has been another episode of Eat, Pray, Judge. Uh, So happy to have Usama Siddiqui on the pod today. Usama, where can people find you? Is there anything you'd like to plug? You know, let the world uh, hear your voice. Thanks
1: for having me, boys. Fucking fun as fuck. Uh, Usama been laughing. U s a m a b i n l a u g h i n. Follow a bitch. Also at your Mango Bay. Y o u r m a n g o b a e. It's not geographical. It's a person people say mango bay like it's a the bay of mango it's like no it's like mango bay b-a-e
0: i got you fam Uh, i know you got it
1: yeah just for the e-play judges out there uh
0: for anybody uh who hasn't gotten it yet cop my album risky behavior gabe pacheco (laughs) risky behavior and uh if you love me just give me a five star rating on amazon or itunes for that and for Eat, Pray, Judge, same thing, man. We we need the love. Uh, that That's what keeps us going right now since we're not getting enough money from you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> passive-aggressive end. <laughs> show us the love with a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on Spotify. Uh, we love you. And if you want, you can tweet us suggestions or DM us suggestions on Instagram for movies you would like us to cover or guests you'd like us to have. Um,
2: we want those ratings and reviews more than we want anything. That's it. That's true. Don't give a shit about the money. Just send reviews. Yes. Like us. Because
0: we're Chaconian right. when it comes to podcasting. Uh-huh. Shit. Uh-huh. We're all about
2: getting better. We're like the egg dude. Be the egg dude. We're almost there. Be that egg dude. Yeah. Well, that's what you have to do. Visualize the product. Visualize.
0: Uh, Alright everybody And Sammy You
2: have anything You want to tell the people Um, I'm involved in a very cool uh, Upcoming restaurant project In Long Island City Called R40 Opening in mid-June We'll let you know I'll I'll, I'll keep you updated on that Um, And that's, that's me
0: all right, well thank you everybody for listening. Tune in next week for another episode of E Strange Us. Something about it, you know we couldn't down it, couldn't understand it. Bandit just the first kick flip, he landed on labeled a misfit, a bandit. His neighbors couldn't stand it so. He was banished to the park, started in the morning one stopped after dark.